Ah, oh, shit. It's April Fool's Day, isn't it? Uh, here we go again. Well, you know what that means. Welcome back to the Twisted Mug Media's premier baking podcast, God Caught Me Masturbating. I am your host, as always, Brendan Masser. Now, this time around, uh, we were going to make brownies, and I did make brownies, and you'll hear a little bit about that later in the show. Uh, but in the middle of recording, uh, my whole operating system decided to crash, so you're just going to get the tail end of the baking process. But just trust that all of that is there. So we're going to have some fun instead. We're going to have some special guests. It's going to be a fucking great time. Uh, and we're going to party. We're going to party hard. Uh, complete opposite, complete turnaround of what we did last year, uh, where I just kind of talked for how long? I don't know. But... Because of that, you won't get to hear all of my great revisits to old goofs, cream together, my children. I'm severely depressed. You know, the, the great ones, the hits. Um, but hey, that doesn't matter. What matters is we're here. God Call Me Masturbating, episode two, brownies. If you want to bake what we were baking on this podcast, it is the Betty Crocker brownie mix and i accidentally didn't have the correct pan so we cooked it in a cookie pan uh, or a cookie sheet rather uh and they turned out wonderful i've still got the audio from when me and one of our special guests uh first tasted it but let's just hop into the show because we're just gonna have some fun of being in my childhood homes kitchen with all of my parents lovely cooking resources uh to bake with but now i'm in my apartment um so who knows how this is going to turn out really um let's look at these instructions we got a heat oven i guess i guess we'll uh we'll get cracking and and uh, we'll we'll check in for some of these different parts of the baking process, but uh, we'll also have some fun guests, and I hope that you're excited for that. So uh, yeah, so let's get started on baking these brownies. Uh, packaging on the box, you know, pretty good. Got this from a CVS. Um, not necessarily where you want to buy your baking supplies. I know, I know some of you came back for all that baking ASMR. Uh, so let me just tap the box a little bit. Uh, and I'll put it there so that I can read the instructions as I cook. Uh, there's the mix. Ooh. There's a hefty boy. Just tossing it in my hands right now. Um, you're probably not supposed to do that. So if you're baking along at home... Don't do that. Um, 
All right, we're back, back at it again with a new segment. Please welcome to the show for the first time ever. You know him, you love him, Mr. Logan Emmert. Welcome to God Caught Me Masturbating. It's me, it's Logan. I'm so happy to be here on God Caught Me Masturbating. I'm so excited for you to be here. Now, Logan, uh, we have, uh, you and I were just talking about this. We have a very exciting bit to do today. Um, so Logan and I, you know, when, when we started doing Stop, Wait, What, Logan, you brought this, uh, this concept into the show, uh, which was doing characters. Um, and so I thought what could be fun is, uh, as, as you may know, if you listen to the show, we have a master list of every character that has appeared on the show, been mentioned on Stop, Wait, What, or any of the other shows on the network, um, or just concepts that we've had just like in conversation that haven't even been on the show. So what I thought would be fun to do would be to go through every name that has been either mentioned on the show or has just been in concept. Um, and we can pick one and as fast as we can, we are going to come up with a backstory traits about them and a character voice. Um, and then we can figure out also who would play this character on the show um, between all of the different hosts across the network. So I'm in. Now, we've had a lot of characters on the show already. We have. That is true. Quite a few. Um, Go back and listen to some of our our greatest hits. Yeah. Uh, I think most most of them are probably in the three-year, aren't they? I think most of them probably are, but do you want to just run through the list and maybe we'll... We'll have them just pop on the call to give a, a quick introduction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, of course, we have um, we have Balls Benedict Butts the Eighth. Oh, well, that's me. My name's Balls Benedict uh, the Eighth. My birth name was Balls... Be- no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't listen to the previous episode, so I'm not exactly sure. My name is Balls Benedict the Eighth. Uh all, all the men in my family going back eight generations have been named Balls Benedict, and that is where I get my name. And uh, I think I'm, I think I'm married now. I think I might, I think you I have a kid. You are married now. I'm married you, to. Ki- you have a kid on the way. Your wife is pregnant. Kid on the way. Research. Yep. Charlene. Charlene. Charlene is pregnant. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Remind so, me how you spell that. Well, now I'm not exactly sure how it was spelled the last time I was on the show. But how she spells it now, she has changed it. It is S-C-C-H-A-A-E-R-R-L-R-R-E-I-N-G-E-N-G. Charlene. And I did win the Scripps National Spelling Bee when I was just a young boy. So you can trust that I know, I know what I'm <laughs> yeah. doing. Um... <laughs> And I think last time you talked to me, I was doing advocacy work for the legalization of medical Macarena. That you were. A dance that is outlawed in many places in the United States and should be legal, goddammit. <laughs> well, thank you, Balls, for making uh, an appearance. Uh, pleasure to um, be here. Next on our list, we have Bonelock Bones from episode 7. That would be me. I am Bonelock Bones, the skeleton detective. And he would be nothing without his arch nemesis, Boniarty. It is you. the return of Boniarty. Damn we're you, back Boniarty. from the grave again. I believe the last time we were here, we were. It was on Halloween. Ha- Bonapine, I believe we called it. I do think um, so. 
<laughs> our younger sister, Ebola, Ebola Bones, <laughs> was, we were talking about trick-or-treating and, and, and such. And then we died again, I do believe. Yes, I, I think that is correct. Uh, and and if, if you would like to, I would love the honor, Boniati, of dying with you once again. Let's get to it. Let us let us die. Uh, of course, after Bonelock Bones and Boniarty, we had the incredible Mike Chunkster. Oh, now that's me. My name's Mike Chunkster, and I am a sports announcer. I was disgraced. <laughs> After, I believe, an incident at the World Limbo Championship. I, I believe you're correct. I said and something quite offensive about the child who was singing the national anthem. <laughs> and that's all we'll say about that for now. There's also my grandfather, Chet Chunkster, Chet who Chunkster. is... Uh, not, who will not be making an appearance right now. Who will not be making an appearance. Uh, I, But, you know, I, I can do a little impression of him uh, just since he's here. What? <laughs> Chaplin? <laughs> I love 2010. <laughs> uh, and along yeah, with Chet of, Chunkster. One of my favorite bits uh, with Chet Chunkster was that he is only... <laughs> the only movies he's seen are movies from 2010. From 2010. And he can name <laughs> yeah. every movie basically from 2010. He can name every single one. Well, yeah. uh, along with Chet Chunkster, uh, another character that will not be making an appearance today would be Cutley Heworthy. Ah, Certainly. Uh, certainly, um, but unfortunately, that's that's just an impression. That's not the genuine. Those, those guys only come on the show when Nick is around. That is true. Um, after Cutlass Seaworthy, we of course have uh, Snip the Tip, hey! uh, who's been on more than one episode. I'm so happy to be back here. It's me. It's Snip the Tip, baby, and don't you forget it. I run a pizza shop in Hoboken, New Jersey. I'm also in the mob, but my real passion is performing circumcisions for adults. I do them cheap, and I do them clean most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Uh, when when they're, I believe it was drawing birds uh, on the placemats was what you had them do during the circumcision. Yeah, yep. And, you know, since then, I've started hanging up the pictures of birds on the walls. And people come in, and it's a, it's a great conversation starter. They tell me, uh, Snip, these are beautiful uh, pictures of birds. They almost look photorealistic. And I say, yeah, that's because these people have a lot of time, while I'm snipping their tips, to perfect their drawings of birds. Sounds like a long and arduous process. It is, it is. It takes all day. <laughs> Well, we're glad to have you back, Sniff. Uh, it's you, good to be back, but I gotta go! Goodbye. Uh, after Snip the Tip, we of course had the incomparable... Uh, cut this, Brendan. Uh, after Snip the Tip, we of course had the incomparable Diggledy Daggledy the Magical Paggledy. Yes, it is I! Diggledy Daggledy the Magical Paggledy! On the run from the space police, as always! Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that you stopped back on Earth, uh... Because it feels like they might be, you know, camping out here for you. Are, are you are you okay? You know, where are you right now? I had to pick up my Magic the Gathering collection. Of course, I couldn't course. just leave that shit. It's very expensive. I got some ultra-rare cards in there. Yeah, you caused kind of a, a, a rift, a time rift, uh, last time you were here. And Brendan, I think, got sent into some sort of other the realm. The netherworld. The nether, that's right, that's right. <laughs> From Minecraft. Yep. 
<laughs> yep. Exactly. But we, we, we did bring him back, uh, and all is well now with the timeline. But I, I think you'd better get out of here before we fuck up the timeline even more. I think you're right. You know, there's going to be a Suicide Squad too, so we'll maybe have another Suicide Squad paradox then. Maybe, right, the, the next one will be The Suicide Squad Paradox. The Suicide Squad Paradox. Ah, good idea. A uh, the. <laughs> but uh, away! I've collected my magical, uh, my Magic the Gathering cards, and I'm off to cause more mischief. <laughs> Alright, good luck fleeing the police. Space police. Uh, another character who will not. I be wonder, I, you know, Brendan. I wonder if the yeah. space police are led by uh, Space Sting. Do you think that he is? It's possible. Do you think he's in the space I think, police. I think that that is a distinct possibility. I think that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, but another character who will not be making an appearance today, thank God, uh, is the nine-foot orange monstrosity himself, uh. Gritty. <laughs> Uh, and I'm not even going to do an impression of him just because I'm that scared of him. Yeah, he's, he was terrifying. <laughs> he tried to fight Nolan. He did attempt time. to fight Nolan to the death. He almost won. I think Nolan uh, vanquished him, though, at least for now. Maybe, maybe Gritty. A victory. I think Gritty might be back again someday. Perhaps. Much in the style <laughs> of Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, our next horrifying, character... A horrifying, belligerent Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> Made out of orange fur and rage. And I think Coke? I think I think he did say that. Yeah. And hitting kids. Yep. He did say he did say that he has hit a child on more than one occasion. Yeah, he did say that. Uh, <laughs> um our next character uh, has appeared on multiple episodes. Um Marshall the Snake Enthusiast. Uh. Yes, it is I, Marshall the Snake Enthusiast. Brendan and I are roommates, so I'm always lurking right around the corner. You're always slithering around the apartment, huh? I'm always slithering around, looking for more snakes to slither with. <laughs> you, you, you just like slithering with them. You don't. So you don't like. What is it that you like to do with the snakes? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to recall, but I, I don't think I've actually ever been on an episode with you, Marshall. Haven't you? I don't know. I don't, certainly I don't not. Think I remember the law. So yeah, certainly not the first one that you were on. But um, yeah. So what what exactly do you like to do with the snakes? Do you make? Do you do? Do you befriend them? Do you fight them? Do you just research them? What? I believe I put them in melted butter and I let them slither all over the place. Right. <laughs> so that they leave melted <laughs> butter trails. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm off to tend to my snakes. That's a and good I idea. Shall uh, the next character we have on the list uh, is, of course, Shitty Jimmy. Yo, what the fuck is up, baby? It's Shitty Jimmy. I'm back again. I just got just got out of the uh, the skate park over there, uh, but I do have to go because Aunt Mary is gonna make me a dope ass lasagna. She doesn't. She doesn't work for you. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, she does work for me, but I, I don't pay her. You don't pay her. That's yeah. right. That's 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 the arrangement. It, but and, anyway, and I gotta go right now. I'm gonna hang out with my friends, Meat Dick and Veggie Dick. <laughs> well, have fun. Thank you. Uh, 
Next on the list, we of course have uh, a close companion of Shitty Jimmy's, uh, oh, Juice Chuggins. This Confederate I'm bastard. Juice Chuggins! You know, Shitty Jimmy and I bonded over the fact that we are both terrible racists and terrible people. He and his his, his white person dreadlocks, he, we just really. <laughs> and uh, the truck nuts that we have on our car. I forgot uh, we really that bonded Jimmy, over that. I forgot that Shitty Jimmy had white person dreadlocks, but it makes a lot of sense. Well, I didn't forget. I'm just chuggins. Of course you didn't. Yeah. So, have you two been hanging out at all? Well, you know, we we, we coexist in the same group now. I'm I'm not totally partial to skateboarding, but I do believe that I was a fan of mudboarding, which makes sense for me. Shitty Jimmy. Uh, nope, Juice Chuggins. That's yeah, my name. That's who Forgot you are. my name for a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you must be so close with Shitty Jimmy that you just. You swapped your oh, name. I just, I just forgot my name for a yeah. second. You know, that's how it goes. Well, I gotta go be balls deep in a squealing hog, so I'll see you later. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> those, those two Goodbye southern and, weirdos. Goodbye and good riddance to those two. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we have, uh, <laughs> closing out the list, we have our two most uh, fearsome of competitors, Henry Waxworth Waxington the third and Lionel Englesworth the ninety fifth. Yeah, well, let's let's take them out of this uh, breakout room that they've been in for for months. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, gentlemen, it's been a grueling contest, it's but been I do a believe long and arduous one. I do believe I am beating my competitor. In holding no, that's what my, you think. Uh, I am holding the toothpick the straightest. And I'm holding it the longest. Ah, damn you, Waxy. Can we ever know who wins, Lionel? Or will we be stuck like this forever? Uh, eventually, a winner will emerge. But for now... One day. One day. But for now, the grueling contest continues. Back into the breakout room with us. Back we go. And that is every single character that has appeared on Stopway 1 thus far. Oh, I've forgotten. <laughs> I seem to have forgotten a character uh, from an episode that at this point has not aired yet. Oh, well, here's uh, a taste of what's to come. My name's Maurice. Uh, I'm a gay frog. Name, so thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I'm a gay frog, and I'm also uh, quite homophobic, so figure that one out. You may or may not be Mitch McConnell. Uh, I am not Mitch McConnell. I'm most certainly no not. I do have a bag on the underside <laughs> of my chin, and my hands are weird colors, and I am from Kentucky. <laughs> but I am not Mitch McConnell, I promise you that, that much. <laughs> Purely coincidental. Well, I believe on that episode, we uh, we gave you uh, some potential... Uh, we, we, we bought you into our lovely little business... Uh, so perhaps you should get back to uh, selling the product to more conservative assholes. Yep, I think that's exactly what I'll do. I'll uh, keep the pyramid scheme going. Don't you worry about that. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So now that is every character that's truly that's appeared everyone. on Stop Wait What. Yeah. That is truly everyone. But so now I'm going to run through the list of every other name on this list. Um, and... We will, I, I'll, I'll let you choose one, and then we will rapid fire create a character in, in front of you, the viewer at home right now. Right. So, we have Gentry the Balthazar, Serotonin, Gary Jerry and Arthur Fuck, and Gary Jerry. Gra- Grandma Epilepsy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Juicy one, Nuggets. I've, I've said that for a while. 
grandma epilepsy will require some research. Someone is going to have to do so. medical <laughs> research for that one. Dr. Fanny, the adult prankster. <laughs> Dr. Peen, the ASMR spirit. Coin flop. Uh, thump thump ding ding. <laughs> Connor Daggledy. Uh, Kevin who invented it. Uh, Nitty and Titty. Right, Daniel Gritty Danny. Siblings. Yes. Waterman. <laughs> what? Wiener Von Seaman. <laughs> Doctor Mechanic. What? <Hell> trash. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, we talked about Doctor Mechanic I, I uh, in episode twenty-three. Hell <laughs> uh, trash. Uh, Dusty Lilac. P shivers. P B D P B. I don't remember Golden... that one at all. When was he? When was <laughs> that guy know. mentioned? It P-B- doesn't say. What is it? P B D B P. P B D P B. P B D P B. Like. <laughs> yeah. What even? I don't know. I truly don't remember that one at all. Uh. Goldner Gooberry, meat flaps, and last but not least, Dugan McPenis hair. I think, uh, you know what, I think that uh, Connor Daggledy is a very worthwhile approach so that we could b- maybe build the Daggledy lore. We, had, we do have to build the Daggledy lore. Yeah. Uh, so Connor Daggledy, I believe he has some pre-existing lore. Um, let's rapid fire some more. I believe so. His existing lore is that he was cool and was not called a Paggledy because he wasn't a wiener. And... Their parents chose to name Diggledy Daggledy something strange, but then just gave Connor Connor a normal name. So he, you know, he's he's living the life out there. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Connor is, you know, Connor's definitely like just a stoner. Uh, he doesn't do anything because Diggledy is. I mean, he's magical, and also he's like out and about, and you know, he's doing magical things in the universe. I think Connor is just kind of like. A lame stoner, like he doesn't really get anything dumb. He doesn't he's get just anything kind of dumb. A, like a burnout stoner. Yeah, absolutely. He is. He's got nothing in his brain at all, which is why I would nominate <laughs> Nolan. <nothing>. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Um, I think what like what he he definitely like lives in like a condo on like the Paggledy or the the Daggledy's like. Family money. Um, He's never had to work for anything in his life. He has never had to work for anything. He is, like, definitely, um, like, a, like a, like a psychology major or something. Like, or, yeah, like, no, 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 no. He's not a psychology major. He's a philosophy major. Yeah, there you um, go. So he just, like, spends all day thinking deep thoughts um that he he thinks they're really deep they're absolutely not though and he loves to tell people he loves to tell people his deep thoughts but they're really just things they're really just his high thoughts yeah and he he loves to like interrupt sentences with his high thoughts yeah yeah definitely he he interrupts all the time but then also 
he's very late to respond to things. Like, if you ask him a question, <laughs> it'll be yeah. several moments before he realizes that he's being talked to. Because <laughs> there's just zero things going on There's a delay in his brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he also, he maybe thinks that he's, like, a great musician, but is just, like, terrible and very oh, uncharismatic in everything he does. And he definitely plays, like, a weird instrument, like, yeah. that he thinks is, like, quirky or something. Yeah. Like, like the sitar or something. Sitars like are sitar. cool, though. He's not cool enough to do that. He's not cool. He uh, No, you know what it is? He plays the ukulele, and he thinks that nobody else in the universe <laughs> plays the ukulele. He's the only one that plays the ukulele. And he thinks nobody that he is the coolest does. person alive for that. Absolutely. He absolutely does. Well, I think that's a, like a decent amount of lore. Um, what about a voice? Stoner yeah. philosophy major. I mean, gotta be gotta be really slow. Gotta be very. Uh, gotta be just. Gotta just sound dumb as hell. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's. I think that's good. Uh, more like. Not like, I, I I almost like I think slow is right in like the cadence, but like pitch wise, I don't think that he's like deep voice like balls. Oh no, he's definitely like, like he's got like he talks like on like super vocal fry. <clears throat> that hurt my voice to even do that. But like but... his, he also has a really high voice because he like his it's balls like, just hey, haven't hey. dropped. He is yeah. not. He is not just, like cool at all. What? He's like he's like a little boy, like a lame little boy who also thinks <laughs> he's like really awesome. But like, do you ever wonder if like the universe is so big? Like, how come that other things can be big, but you are not? Uh, <laughs> the things you see, you can see really big things in the universe, uh, but it isn't big. So when you are big, that there's nothing on off it. And do you ever think about how, like, when, like, when, like, you go to pet a cat, and you, like, you put your hand down, and the fur, you, like, you drag it along the fur, but then there's, like, all these, like, molecules that are, like, interacting with your skin, that, and your skin is, like, like, coming off into the atmosphere, and, and, like, maybe the atmosphere is, like, God's breath, but, like, when God <laughs> inhales, that's when, like, a tornado happens, and, like, when the tornado happens, like, on my hands, like, it's just magic. <laughs> that was pretty good. I think, yeah, I think we've, I think we did it. I we think nailed we, him I think down. We, we nailed him down. So, Connor Paggledy. Connor uh, Paggledy. Connor, Connor Daggledy. Daggledy, Connor Daggledy right. rather. That's the family name. Yep. Coming soon. Coming soon um, to a real episode. Yeah, you got a you gotta <laughs> sneak peek on God Call Me Masturbating. There we go. Wow. Gotta listen to these these yearly one-offs. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us, Logan. Uh, we appreciate having you here today, and uh, we'll I guess enjoy the rest of the episode. I don't I don't know where any of these are going. Yeah, Thanks I was for stopping uh, by. I, I was very happy to appear on this. Uh, I I love that God caught me masturbating as a thing. It's uh, it was it was a throwaway joke that we introduced, and then yeah. Brendan just actually recorded a video <laughs> of him uh, or a, a podcast of him making peanut butter cookies, and it somehow happened. Uh, and this is one of my one of my proudest accomplishments uh, that we, we actually made this. made and published a podcast <laughs> called "God Caught Me Masturbating." God so. caught me masturbating. 
Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming on, and uh, enjoy the rest of the show. Happy to be here. Bye. The real problem if uh, I can't bake in these pans, but let's... Uh, let's look it up and make sure that I can bake in these pans. Uh, as you can see, I am just... Well, it wouldn't be a Twisted Mug product without any uh, technical difficulties. So, we're back. Um, turns out the pan that I have can't go in the oven! So, um, fuck it, I guess we're making cookie sheet brownies. Um, if you want to know how to make cookie sheet brownies, as poorly as I am, just take your brownie mix and put it on a cookie sheet. Jesus Christ, what am I doing? Um, oh boy. Uh, maybe I can, all right, we're gonna, I'm gonna see if I can makeshift something with this fucking pan and have it not be terrible. Uh, so I'll let you know how that's going. I don't remember. I don't remember how it goes. <laughs> Can you, like, put it in behind me when I do that? Um, no. Okay, great. I will not. I'm just gonna, wait, 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 I'm gonna me... leave it that way. Can I do the fun intro? Um, start. No, you already did that on a rival shoot. Yeah, no, I did that one. I'm trying to go with it. Man, the hot dog cart's busting. Welcome to Stop, Wait, What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome back to another bit on God Caught Me Masturbating. Um, I'm here with friend of the show, Raven Goldston. There I am. Um, you, Raven, you've, you've done some, some work for us on the on the show before. I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you helped out on the Citizen Kane and Manka episodes. I did. With some of the research. Yep. Um, and, you know, you've been telling me for a while now that it is your dream to be on an episode of Stop Wait What. I listen. It's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I go to sleep listening to specifically Rival. That's my favorite specifically episode. Rival. Yeah. So this is <laughs> super fan Raven Goldstein. Super fan Raven Goldstein. I want the sleep um, sticks. You, I mean, you probably have, like, more of an online following than, than us. Do I? I mean, like on TikTok. With, I do. I'm, all of your Poland followers. That's right. Um, for the viewers at home who don't know literally anything about me because I've never exposed myself <laughs> publicly. Um, my name I is. W I would hope that you don't expose yourself publicly. This is an audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see viewers, but I just spread my legs. All right. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, no. So, like, a year ago, back in... No, it would have been two years ago. Yeah, 2019. That's crazy. I released this TikTok mm -hmm. where I wrote a joke in Polish, mostly because I was bored. Um, and it, was, it just went, um, and I can still say it in Polish too, but the joke was like, uh, I found out that 1% of my followers are from Poland. Because it was true, I was checking my, my little stats at the time. And I was like, why do these people from Poland follow me? I am not Polish. I don't speak Polish. So I was like, I don't speak Polish. This is, we're going to cut this part because I burped. But um, uh, why, are the, why do these people follow me? I was like, I don't speak Polish. I'm not Polish. Um, but like, this joke is just for you guys. And people told me it was not a good idea for a TikTok. They're like, why are you making a TikTok for 1% of your followers? 
Um, and so it became a bit. Um, and the joke was translated in English. It's uh, when he says, come over for dinner, but the sausage isn't ready. Am I right, ladies? Um, <laughs> and it had pictures of Poland behind me and pictures of sausage. Um, and the joke in Polish is, and this is my bad accent because I don't speak Polish, it's Kiedomowi, rich na obiad, ale kabasa no jest gotowa. Mam rację, panie? And that's how to say it in Polish. So I did it in Polish. So educational. Um, and for like a good two weeks, it didn't do much. It just like got its regular views. I think like I was maxing out at around like 500, which wasn't bad. Sure. And still 500 people watch my thing. That's great. Yeah. Um, but then I'm in class in like 2019 and I just start seeing all these notifications on my phone that are like, you gained 10 new followers and like, a uh, hundred likes and I was like whoa that's like wild but then it keeps like you gained a thousand followers and it just keeps going every time I'm refreshing and so we're taking a break in class and I'm like oh my god guys I think I'm blowing up on TikTok um <laughs> and everyone's like what what and this is like I don't want to say it's before people blew up on TikTok like at random but like people were making it big you know and they were just like doing it um, and so that video ended up doing like really, really well. I think it has close to a million views. Um, and I had only had one other one million viewed video before that where I wore a really dumb shirt. Um, but yeah, this video did really, really well. Um, people kept asking me to make Poland content and I'm like, I don't know how to tell you this, but I, that was a bit, that was it. Um, but I just found it really, really hard to keep up with it. Um, and so I stopped for a little while. I honestly think it's n not my best content. I like my, my videos, me personally, the ones that I put more effort into. Like there's one called, um, it was during 2019, so there was this trend going around of like, what was your 2019 like? So I did a video called My 1919, in which I just like talk about things that happened <laughs> in 1919. And it's like, I, I got married, my husband died of consumption. You know, just like things that happened. There you go. I'm looking at yeah, it right yeah. now. He's I wanted to. I wanted to see. I wanted to look at the Poland video. Yeah, yeah, the Poland video. Um, and then I, one year later, I did a follow up to the Poland video. Yes. Um, which did not do fantastic, but it was really, really nice to see people who are like, "Crap, I remember this video. Yeah. It's back." You know, or like <laughs> tagging their friends. So that was good. I feel like it really closed the saga. I don't see myself doing a third Poland video. Like at this point, the it's dead. You know, sure. it's time to lay to rest, Poland. Also, what people don't oh, notice... Oh, no, Poland. <laughs> what also people don't notice in that video is, in my second Poland video, I put pictures of the protests that are going on in Poland right now <laughs> for uh, for human rights, because nice. I believe in those. So, yeah. That's uh, that's where you can find me. I'm on TikTok at www.raven.com. Is that really... That is really my name. I guess it just comes up as raven on my phone so i don't really yeah it says hey is that raven has yeah, sent yeah, yeah. you 99 tiktoks <laughs> because she does literally nothing else <laughs> but uh other things that i do um i'm currently i'm a comedic arts major uh, at we go to the same school yes um and so i study comedy it's really fun it's a good time um i'm gonna do some shows uh brendan is in them so that's cool or in one of them that's right i am yeah forgot about that yeah, well yeah. i mean i didn't forget about it but yeah i forgot to plug it Yes, you can see maybe my show. Maybe. Maybe. We'll figure it out. On April 16th. Um, well, so we're going to we're gonna do some fun comedy stuff here today. Um, <laughs> It'd be terrible if we did unfun funeral stuff. That would be sad. <laughs> uh, and so we have um, 
we're gonna do a quick quick little pass at a stop wait what um kind of little mini sode um like a very mini sode um mm -hmm. and so raven how about the first question a first question sure let's roll the dice let's roll the dice <laughs> um so <laughs> wait let me do foley for the dice no don't do foley for the dice <laughs> that's how it <laughs> it's rolling it's rolling so far oh my wow, god look at that um well so our first question comes to us from a yahoo answers user named billy uh and billy <laughs> asks a teacher named billy in <laughs> <laughs> no i really did he was the worst physics teacher i ever had he was a physics teacher yeah. named billy yeah billy his name was Oh, um, I'm we willing... just doxed that person. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> His name was Billy T. Uh, <laughs> we'll cut that bit out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fix it in post, I'll people. Just, I'll just bleep it out or something. Um, his name was Billy. He was a former MLB baseball player. He oh. was now a physics teacher at my oh, high God. school. Um, he, I'm sure he was nice, but he like really believed he was still famous. He was like, I am Billy T. <laughs> and I'm like, I have no clue who you are. I have no idea who you are. He played for like the Yankees, but I was like, I don't know really who you are. Really this person. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he'll probably love it. Oh yeah, you know what? Maybe he, loved, he will. You know, he'll love the exposure. He loves exposure. Um, his name is Billy T. Billy T. And he <laughs> did baseball. He really thought he was famous. Anyways, that's what this person's name reminded me of. Well, Billy asks mm -hmm. in the social science and gender studies. Can anyone be dangerous? Can anyone be dangerous? Can the smallest, weakest man beat a trained fighter? Now, this is a very interesting question. Um, can anyone be dangerous? That sounds like a Bond movie title. Can anyone be dangerous? 007. Can anyone be dangerous? What the song would be like, Anyone can be dangerous. You're a dangerous man, Mr. Bond. <laughs> and there's a lady in this. <laughs> and she's got big boobs. <laughs> but you're the smallest, weakest James Bond that we've ever seen. This would be and shut up and end your cell <laughs> Yeah, this would be if like Tom Holland played James Bond. <laughs> well, they were talking about Theo James a while back. He did Divergent and that was it. Theo James. He's a British actor. It should be Idris Elba, and I'm saying it right now. I'm saying it, it loud and proud. I think it should be Idris Elba. I like Idris Elba. <laughs> and that's why the song is like, Why aren't you Idris Elba? <laughs> why are you a small white boy, Tom Holland? Spider-Man shouldn't be James Bond. I don't actually know about that. I like Tom Holland. Idris. I think he's great. Um, but he, I love Tom Holland. I love him as Peter Parker. He does look like a 15-year-old. He does. And so that's not going to change. It's not going to change. And it feels... I don't know, is it weird when, like, 15-year-old girls are, like, in love with him, despite the fact that he's, like... He's, like, 24. Right, he's point. older than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, a, by a few years. I think so. A little. It's a little weird. It's, is it? You know? Because, like, adults would not have crushes on, like, Finn Wolfhard. No, you know? of course not. Of course not. But, like, girls, that's fine, you know, to be, like... Yeah, wow. I mean, I guess it's, like... Yeah, because, like, you know, he he does look really young, mm -hmm. so he's got this youthful the energy about charm. him. Tiny, tiny. Of a British tiny boy. British white teen. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, can anyone be dangerous? 
can anyone be dangerous? I think that, like, what do you qualify, like, what are you, like, quantifying as dangerous, you know? Like, well, I gotta tell you something, Brendan. I've got a gun. Oh, no. <laughs> this is now a hostage situation. Um, that's, I do like that that is one of the top answers on this question is yes. From a user named Lord Trollington. <laughs> Ooh, this, someone made this back in well, 2016. More like 2013, yeah, let's be point, honest. Yeah, good point, good point. When rage faces were still a thing. Oh, God. Uh, but they answered, yes, all he needs is a gun. <laughs> and it's oh. interesting, because this is posted in gender studies, so maybe yeah. they could have been a little more neutral. A little more neutral on it. I mean, it, the question does ask, smallest, weakest man. Mm. So I think they were, I don't know. Who do you think of as the smallest, weakest man? Uh, from like a physical standpoint or like from an emotional standpoint? Whoa, that's, man, you're pretty dangerous asking these bold questions. That's, that's what they tell me. Um, because I have an answer. Tell me. And it's Victor from the Corpse Bride. <laughs> have you looked at him? Have you looked at him? He can't handle it. And also, in real life, he's only like yay big. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he's like five inches tall because he's a fucking armature. Yeah. <laughs> That's the smallest, weakest man. <laughs> he's very small. Um, I mean, yeah, he's like, he's literally basically just like sticks. He's like twigs. He's a twig man. Um, it's voiced by Johnny Depp. Mm -hmm. He's got, got that going for him. Yeah. Uh, you know? But Johnny Depp is only what is he five nine? Yeah, we're the, we're like the same height. Oh wow! <laughs> Tom Cruise is five. Tom, Cru <laughs> Tom Cruise, Tom is, Cruise five. is like five foot tall. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Let me tell you something. I did not realize yeah. how small Tom Cruise was. He is very like, if you see him in like scale, like yeah. I like I've heard the like oh Tom Tom Cruise is short jokes, mm -hmm. but like. That is a small man. He's very small. And he's a weird Scientologist yeah. with, like, many wives mm -hmm. and... <laughs> well, he doesn't currently have many wives. He doesn't currently have many wives. He's not a Mormon. But yeah. he's, like, just what a weird yeah. guy. And, like, what a weird person to have, like, this entire, like, film franchise that he yeah. is just, like... That he is doing. He is doing it. And he's, like, when is he, like... When is when is Mission Impossible going to go like too far? I think mm. that's my question. That's your question. Like, what is what is the end point that we get to where we're like Mission Impossible? This has gone too far. <laughs> that's the name of the movie. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, For sure. <laughs> Shoot. So, so what the viewers don't know is that we've been drinking smoothies this whole time, and um, I really have to use the bathroom. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna come right back. Okay. Sure. Um, don't let anything like fun happen while I'm gone. Oh, I won't. I'm sure yeah, I won't yeah, make yeah, anything. Yeah. I won't let anything fun happen while you're gone. Cool. Thanks. It's just. Whoa. Hey, Brendan. It's me. <laughs> oh, hey. What's up? It's me, Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. We're just we're filming the new Mission Impossible outside. You, wow, that's so crazy. We were just talking about that. <laughs> Of course you were. It's the greatest movie in America. That's what I. That's what they tell it's me. It's the new series. It's the future. <laughs> Tom Cruise has just leapt up onto my couch. He is. Uh, this is a little bit terrifying. You are very small. Yeah, I. I, I heard. I heard because I. If you don't know this, I'm. My name from Mission Impossible, which I think is Ethan Hawke. I don't know. 
Isn't that a guy? <laughs> Listen, I've also Ethan Hawke, okay? Ethan right. Hawke is just me on stilts. Um, <laughs> you laugh at my pain, but... I do. <laughs> he's just me on stilts, and so my name in Mission Impossible is probably just some, like, calm truths, you know? But uh, but I was listening because I got the super spy abilities. Right. And I heard heard this Raven lady. She was like, "I think Tom Cruise is five foot. I'm gonna tell you a secret, Brenda. Don't tell her." Okay. I'm four eleven. Oh my god. That's right. I'm like oompa loompa height. So, <laughs> you like you like height yourself up. Yes. Yes. Like I said, when I'm playing Ethan Hawke, I'm on stilts. I just wear really long jeans. That makes sense. But when I'm on set. I make everyone like the Hobbit stand far away from me, and I stand closer to the camera. It's called Force Perspective. It's called Force Perspective. Force perspective. Thank I'm, you. I'm familiar. Which is my next movie, Mission Impossible Force Perspective. Really? In which we will take the audience's eyeballs and move them just slightly out of their skulls so that they can experience the force of how it feels to go into space. Wow. What else, mm-hmm. what else happens in this film? I'm, I'm intrigued. Absolutely. So it starts with me as Ethan Hawke going to space. Is that his name? I don't remember. I, you know, maybe you should Google it for both of us. I don't have a phone <laughs> right. because that's how the government gets you. I only have a Scientology phone. It hooks up to my brain. A, a, a Scientology. <laughs> and every day I call Katie Holmes. Ethan Hunt, not Ethan Hawke. Well, listen, as Ethan Hawke, I show up, and and Scotty's like, Oi, mister, who are you? And then I, I take off my Ethan Hawke suit, and it's me, Ethan Hunt, and I'm ready to wow. take off. That's right, because from the last Mission Impossible movie, I turned into Ethan Hawke to escape the, the syndicate. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, what happened. That happens. sounds like a real plot of a Mission Impossible <laughs> In movie. In the last movie, I can't lie. Mission Impossible, <laughs> disguise him. Disguise, <laughs> disguise him. Yeah. Well, that and so how is how is Mission Impossible disguise him going to play into, into force perspective? Like I just said, I come in as Ethan Hawke. Everyone's confused. In fact, I, I know even, I will be. I haven't even told the crew or anything. Okay. They think Ethan Hawke has just walked onto set. You know, and they're like, "Where's Tom? Where's Tom? Where's Tom?" And that's right. The cameras keep rolling. The cameras they keep <laughs> the rolling. The cameras keep rolling. That's right. Because as me, Tom Cruise. I sit in my trailer and I go, keep the cameras rolling. Right, you know? right. But then Ethan Hawke comes out. And they're like, Ethan Hawke? Why are you here? And that's when I take off my skin and I reveal that it's me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, my God. It's me, Tom Cruise. And they're like, oh, my God. And you can hear all the yells, all the yells from the people. In they're the, so surprised. They're so surprised. And those yells will be used for the people in the space station. Because Mission Impossible Forced Perspective goes into space. Wow. And so when when they go into space, yeah. like what kind what kind of space things are you gonna have to like deal with? Listen, all kinds of space things. Space sexism, we're gonna deal with that. That's that's you very know? important to it's me. It's not just as a, a viewer. It's not just an Earth problem. No. It's also in space. It's a space problem. That's right. It's a space problem, and I'm gonna I'm gonna solve it. I'm gonna solve space sexism. Okay. By making us all completely gender neutral. Wow. That's right. Wow. That's, that's right. and that that seems like it's gonna have a pretty yeah pretty widespread effect on exactly on the series as a whole exactly and I'm because and the way that we're gonna do that is no pronouns just last names just last we're names. in the space station so we're gonna be like Marshall this is like a football you know? team yeah kind of. Hunt you know Katie Holmes 
That's that's two names, but it's Holmes. You know, it's it's yeah. it's her name. God, I miss her so much. <laughs> oh no. Part of Mission Impossible Force Perspective is um, it's partially like a meta theater. It's uh, the second half of it is gonna be me and Tom Cruise trying to get back Katie Holmes. That sounds like a very depressing endeavor. <laughs> it's called Mission Impossible Forced Relationship. Oh no. <laughs> Listen, but I'm gonna take her to space. You're gonna take her to space, and that's she's gonna, coming to space. That's gonna solve all of your relationship she's problems. She's coming to space. She's coming to space. That's right. And I then, believe you. And then she comes in space. That's and, right. And the then, third part of Mission Impossible Force Perspective is Mission Impossible Unforced Orgasm. Wow. That's right. Because it's just gonna happen. Yeah. It's just gonna happen. Like yeah. I said, I'm four eleven. That's because I can scoot up just straight up her. <laughs> you know. Oh my god. And it's a. It's wild. She loves it. I learned this and I learned this from Lauren Zeno. <laughs> this is horrifying. <laughs> and that's the third part of the Mission Impossible that's movie. The, that's the third part. It's going to be a seven hour film experience. Because like I said, the eyeball portion, where your eyeballs are slightly moved from your skull, is going to make it so you feel like you're on a rocket ship. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and that's... Because we're going to push him back in. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so that's like... Yeah, so you pull like him out and then new, push him back in. That's like new technology. Yes! You're going to have to hire some, like, optometrists or something. I got my optometry license. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's, so that's... <laughs> it's just me. It's just me, Tom Cruise. That's solved, then. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's, uh... Anyways. So I heard you guys are asking questions about, like... What is a dangerous man? What was the question? Uh, it was, can anyone be dangerous? Oh my god. Can the smallest, weakest man beat a trained fighter? Well, I am, but 4'11". I, I believe that I am emotionally strong, thanks to our guy, L. Ron Hubbard, over here. Oh god. You know, I never think a bad thing. I never think bad things. So, my mind is kind of like a trained fighter. Okay. You know? Sure. Yeah. Are you only as dangerous as your mind will let you? Wow, that is that that needs to go on like an embroidered, yeah. uh, an em, like a, uh, an, uh, like a home embroidery. I'm jumping off the couch now. Okay. Oh man, I missed my former wife. <laughs> oh no. You know, I Tom Cruise. It's it's so interesting. I I saw a video of you, or not a video, but like an audio recording of you freaking out at. Uh, it's some some of your crew members. Yeah, I was. They were not wearing their masks. Their pen to Tom Cruise mask. That's very it's bad. It's my face Wait, at on. the bottom with my teeth. <laughs> with your teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's to make me listen. I I have anxiety sometimes. Like I said, you're only as dangerous as your mind will let you. Right. You know, but sometimes I get anxious, and I love seeing my own face. We all do. So when I see my teeth on another person. I feel okay. really good. I you feel to good feel about good. that. And then the crew's not going to wear it. That's not... The crew's not, not going to wear it. And I said, you put on that mask. Well, that's just I'm uncool. I'm paying you to wear my face on your face so that I feel less anxious. There you go. Exactly. I, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I need you to put on the mask, too. I brought one for oh, you. Oh, thank you. Well, let me just put this on. Uh, now. Oh, I feel so much better. I have Tom Cruise's teeth. Uh, yeah. On on my face. Yeah, you do, and it feels real. I feel I feel it. I feel it now. I feel it's good. I feel the strength coming it's, off of this thing. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Have I ever talked to you about our Lord and Savior Zenu? Uh, you you have not this time that 
you've been here, so no. <laughs> well, next time. I gotta go film Mission Impossible Force Perspective. All right. And they're gonna sue me if I'm not back on set as Ethan Hawke, as Ethan Hunt, as Tom Cruise. Well, you should go do that. That All sounds right. like I'm a really swinging good idea. out the window. Oh, bye. Oh, wow. Okay. Tom Cruise has left the building. There we go. Hey, I'm back. Oh, hey, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I heard like a bunch of talking. Is like, are things okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all good. It just the uh, don't don't worry about it. the windows just open. If, uh, if I just uh, yeah, wanted yeah. to let some air in. Cool, awesome. To air it out. Oh, nice. Um, well, I don't know how to answer the question. I think I think it's pretty much solved oh, at good. this point. Oh, awesome! Perfect. Yeah. Great. Well, since we solved that question uh i think mm-hmm. that we should we should do one more and then and then we'll wrap things up for this mini-sode yeah, yeah um so this next question comes to us from an anonymous user let's call them tom cruise um oh shoot they we were just talking about him we were just talking about him i, I brought it back around oh yeah yeah, yeah. wow yeah. callback uh <laughs> and they ask in the science and mathematics section under the astronomy and space uh, label. Why didn't they have better vehicles for getting around the moon? The moon buggy seems slow. The lunar roving vehicle could only go eight miles per hour. Surely they could come up with something that could go faster. Maybe bring some kind of dune buggy that could do at least 45 miles per hour and get some serious exploring done. Having lunar cycles to explore far from the landing site. Maybe have them be rocket propelled. And then there's a little rocket emoji. Aww. Engines for such faster lunar transport already exist as far as I know. Maybe more batteries so they could go further with solar recharging available. Jetpacks on space uh, suits are another option to cover more ground on the moon. Why wasn't that done to enable astronauts to explore a lot more area? I'm sorry, what did you just call it? The moon? No, I thought you just called it an enable. What? (laughs) I don't think you said Apollo. I think you said something else. (laughs) Do you say Apple? I, no, I you said something that was not Apollo. Apollo's not in the sentence. It's a, this is why didn't the Apollo missions cover? I didn't yet? say that yet. <laughs> no. why, why wasn't that done to uh, enable astronauts? Enable. To... I thought you were trying to read Apollo. <laughs> no. You didn't read it. I can read questions. Uh, <laughs> why wasn't that done to enable astronauts to explore more area? Why didn't the Apollo missions cover much ground? Um, <laughs> so, why, why, you know, we got all this moon... We got all this free real estate. Um, <laughs> is it? That's free real estate. Um, <laughs> well, no. I mean, the moon is owned is div- I know it's right? divided up into international. But they, they have so much like they have so much ground to cover. Like, why didn't they just get like a Formula One car up there? Like, I think right gravity problems, right? Because if you if you're driving real fast and furious, you'll just drive off the that's moon what I'm because of the low gravitational pull. <laughs> is that like let's say you're driving fast and furious, you're going full as Vin Diesel on Okay. It. And you're just, you hit a moon crater and you go up. I feel like that's it. That's, that's kind of, you're, you're, you're like, not yeah. getting back from that one. Also, the year was like, what, 1969. Yes. Is when the first men landed on the moon. Um, that is, I believe that is correct. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have that fast of cars back then. No. I mean, they had, they had pretty fast cars. Yeah. But they, they didn't but have they like, like fast, well, like yeah. the cars we have today. Yeah. You, you know? got a fast car. <laughs> Tracy Chapman. <laughs> um, no, you're you're right, but I mean they could still they could probably do like I don't know. I, I mean I don't know what I'm kind of cars. Worried about people flying off the dang. Moon. I feel like that is like the main concern like, in this oh. situation, is that it's like like uh, uh, astronaut one to ground control. This is ground control speaking. Yes. 
Uh, we have a slight issue uh-huh. uh, on uh, on the lunar mission. Listen, I told you that if we packed MRE chili, you were gonna have a problem. Uh, no, it's it's. Uh, I mean that that is an issue, but also uh, we have a slightly more pressing concern. Over. Oh, I didn't know we were saying over. Sorry about that. Over. Uh, well then maybe you should look at the astronaut manual. Over. Mm, well, maybe you should not be an asshole to the person on ground control when you're on the moon. Over. Uh, well, I'm under a little bit of a time crunch right now. Over. All right, all right. I'll let it go this time, astronaut. One. What's up? Uh, we have a Formula One race car that is driven off the surface of the moon. Over. A Formula One race car style. Hmm. Well, listen. I knew letting Fast and Furious 10 film on the moon <laughs> was a poor decision. I just want to announce that to the crew, uh, that I knew it was bad. I knew it was bad, but of course, you were so excited to see Vin Diesel himself in action. Uh, none of us are happy about this right now. Over. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Listen, you got you to gotta put Vin on the phone. I need to speak to him. I am Groot. I am Groot. Over. Then I appreciate you going really just in depth in your role, but uh, but listen, you gotta stop it with the fast cars on the moon. This is not how gravity works. It's not the same as Earth. I am Groot. Again, the method acting. I appreciate it, Ben. Just as much as I appreciate your electronic music that you create, but you gotta tell Michelle. You gotta tell tell uh, Ludacris. Ludacris is also in those movies. You gotta tell them. The rock. Over. <laughs> the rock. No, the rock's out of it. Remember, you called him a candy ass. Oh, you're right. I did do that. Over. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he's on to bigger and better things, like Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, you're right. But, uh, but I think I have someone who wants to speak to you, um, um, who maybe could do a better job of expressing this than me. What's up, candy ass? Oh, God damn it! No. <laughs> That's right. You gotta stop it with these fast cars and bad places. Why are you? Why are you? A, why are you at ground control, the rock? Listen, NASA recruited me <laughs> because not only do I just share that great strength with the nation, I could have been president. I very much could have, you know, because the rock, so far, is a good dude. As I'm recording now, as I'm saying, on this day in 1969. Well, uh... This is an alternate timeline. This is an alternate timeline. We both know this bit. Yes, we, we, are, both, we are both aware of this. Over. <laughs> well, listen, Vin. I've done ten Hobbs and Shaw movies, and they've done way better than any Fast and Furious movie combined. So you gotta stop this. You're taking it too far. You're taking it to the extreme. I see you prepping that Ducati to go straight over the... the Bay of Moon, that, that big crater. <laughs> that big crater. Listen, I didn't go to NASA school. I was recruited for the face. Uh, it was Tom Cruise's idea. Over. Tom Cruise? Yeah, Tom Cruise is... Dude, cute. I could punt Tom Cruise. I mean, we all could. Over. <laughs> he's very small. He's the smallest and weakest man. And just because he's the smallest and weakest man doesn't mean you can't be the bigger man, Vin. Take the Ducati down. I'm going to jump it. Oh, God! Oh, God! And scene. (laughs) (laughs) 
And that's how Vin Diesel <laughs> died on the moon in 1969. <laughs> the Rock had done 10 Hobson Shaw movies. <laughs> Uh, had you ever seen Hobson Shaw? No. It's really good. Really? Yeah, I, I like The Rock. No, I like him too. As of recording this, I hope he's a good person yeah, still. Yeah, me too. You know, that's not like, oh my god, all this time, The Rock was just Harvey Weinstein in a costume. Oh god. <laughs> no, and I, I don't, I don't, I, he's, you know, he's the, I can smell what he's cooking, and it seems like he's cooking up of being a good person. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Very cool. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Uh, well, I think that... I I think we just about solved that I one. I think we did. Um, if you go too fast and too furious, you're going to fly off the moon. You're going to fly off the moon. Uh, I think that ends this segment of, uh, of the podcast. Well, thank you for joining us today, Raven. Totally. Uh, and we will let you sit back. I don't know what order these are going in yet. Okay, cool. Uh, I will let you sit back and relax and enjoy the rest of the show. Peace. Bye. So apparently you can make brownies on a cookie sheet. So, oh boy, um, I'm gonna do my darndest uh, to, fingers crossed, not have this blow up in my face. Uh, so, let's just get out our balls and, oh my, ow, just hit my head on the pan. Going super well. Um, this is non-sheet non-stick paper so that's probably fine right yeah um let's get our brownie mix uh and then we will preheat the oven to 350 degrees uh i always get nervous using this oven in my apartment because <laughs> i am very worried that at some point it's just gonna explode um it's an old oven. This place, you know, I like the oven came with the unit. Um, just a shining endorsement for my oven right now. Okay, I've made a hole in the bag and gotten brownie powder all over myself. So, whatever. Um, get that just in the bag there. Uh, yes, everything. Uh, Crinkle that bag for all of you ASMR fans. Whatever. Fuck. Okay. Um, and then I need to put in three tablespoons of water. Where are my mixing cups? Oh, one of our special guests just texted me and said that they are on their way. Making the brownies now. Haha. <laughs> They'll be so surprised when they get here. I hope. Probably not, because I just told them. Um, there's that. Um, well, uh, sure. That's probably it. One thing here on God Caught Me Masturbating, we play fast and loose with the mixing instructions and... Nope, that's it. it, it nothing happens. We're just bad at that. Uh, so now I'm gonna put in 
the vegetable oil. Yay! So I gotta measure out half a cup. That's about half a cup, yeah. Just blop that in there. Uh, unfortunately, don't have an electric mixer, so we will not be getting the return of me creaming my children together, as I eloquently put it last time. Um, and then, two shots of vodka. Um, my eggs. Oh, I'm using egg whites for this recipe. If it turns out bad, that's probably why. Uh, you know, um, no creaming this time, but we do get to mix. So get ready for some lovely mixing all right well it's mixing time so let's mix her up you guys ever think about that song from high school musical 2 um i don't dance um i love that song some of you listening may 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 know this but we my high school growing up did high school musical um and I played Ryan. Um, Logan was Troy. Um, but my my favorite thing was just the like the head canon that Ryan and Chad were in a secret relationship um, because there just needed to be more gay in the show. Honestly, I think if there's one thing about High School Musical that I would improve, more gay. Um, and High School Musical 2 really delivered on that, I think. Uh, you know, because after I Don't Dance, they're, uh, they're wearing each other's clothes. And I'm like, hey, there we go. There's that representation I crave. So thank you, High School Musical 2, <laughs> for confirming what we all knew all along. Man, that brownie mix sounds good. Um... You know, I love mixing up brownies. I love just talking as I do. Um, I don't make brownies nearly as much as I should. They're darn tasty. Um, but, you know, Twisted Mug going strong. Um, got a little bit off of our recording schedule for CTP and stuff. We actually have a Stopway What in the Can that's back from like January but uh, I have not edited it yet. Um, and I need to do that. So we'll probably, once things start to calm down, you'll probably be getting like, you know, a drop of just like a ton of different shows. Um, but I'm so excited for the <laughs> February reviews that never came out, um, especially my pick, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Um, that movie just has such divided opinions. And I think it's so interesting because I grew up reading the comic books and um, 
you know, I, I watched the movie at like a very young age and I just thought it was so interesting. I thought it was such a cool concept. Uh, but now I was like grown up, you know, people have such divided opinions about it. Like, you know, Scott, obviously a bad person, but like some people think that like, oh, they're glorifying him being a garbage person too much. And some people are like, no, no, don't you see that's the point. Um, I think it's interesting. Um, I'm excited to talk about it on the show one day. <laughs> um, fun fact about me that you may not have known. Um, I wrote a musical adaptation of Scott Pilgrim. Uh, and I know other people have done the same because around the time that I was doing my first reading of it or scheduling it um, because then COVID happened and it didn't end up happening. Uh, another Scott Pilgrim adaptation, unofficial adaptation, um, was going up at NYU. And I was just so disheartened because um, I had put, you know, like a year and a half's worth of work into it and and we're back with another segment. Uh, this time, of course, we have a long-term member of the Twisted Mug Media Network. Uh, I'm happy to welcome Mr. Nolan Davidson to the show. Nolan, Ooh. welcome to God Caught Me Masturbating. <laughs> what uh, is up? What is uh, up? <laughs> oh, my word. You know, uh, brownies, bacon, all the, all the good stuff. Um, but... Uh, so today, so Nolan had this idea for a show a while ago um, that we that went unproduced. Um, someday, you know, we might bring it back. But I thought that it could be fun today uh, to to bring it into the Twisted Mug uh, cultural zeitgeist by introducing the Twisted Mug Top Five. Yeah. Um, now, so this is uh, a show that Nolan you came up with we uh we 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 I, I, do you want to do you want to give a rundown of how it works yeah um so kind of like a little background on it um i watch a lot of youtube in my free time um so i kind of got this similar idea from the channel i really like um good mythical morning i absolutely adore them yes of course um but yeah, they kind of just go on, they pick a topic, um, so I think in the first one we recorded was Disney Pixar movies, um, and you just kind of give your own top five list, and you kind of explain why, um, it's just super fun, there's a lot of disagreements, because everybody has their own opinion about it, um, yeah, I just think it's such a fun time, it's like a cute little short thing that I like to do. Yeah. Well, today we'll be doing a sort of mini-sode uh, on something that I know is very near and dear to my heart, uh, which is the Disney parks, and we will be talking about our top five uh, theme park rides within Walt Disney World, and I'm sure that, you know, Disney World is a conversation that'll come up uh, again on the network, but uh, I'm excited to have a segment completely dedicated to it. Um, now I have my list. Nolan, you have yours? I have mine. So, shall we start at number five? And you uh, can go first, Brendan. I, I would love to. Number five on my list uh, is It's a Small World. 
Um, it is, uh, you know, it's the ride that was, uh, you know, uh, I think, I believe that it was taken to the World's Fair at some point. Um, and it is, you know, the song, It's a Small World After All, uh, is written by the Sherman Brothers, and it is the most played song in the entire world because it just loops all day uh, in, like, I think it's, like, three or five different theme parks that they have this ride. Um, it's a Small World uh, was actually one of my dad's favorite rides when I was growing up, um, and he just, like, really liked uh, to do that with, like, uh, with his family where we would go and we would just sit in the boat and just have a nice little cheery time. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's always really stuck with me. And so I have, I have other, I have other rides that are above that one, but it will always hold a special place in my heart. So that's why my number five is it's a small world. I think you missed a point with that song, Brendan. Um, it's because of all the theme parks, but also all the people that torture like prisoners at war (laughs) play that song on a loop nonstop. Um, so that's uh, yes, why it's the most played song. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so my number five, it's a bit controversial. Um, Splash Mountain. Um, I, I'm a sucker for a good water ride. Um, yeah. It, I, I don't want to spend too much time on this ride. Um, it's pretty fucked, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... I thought it was cool how it kind of incorporated like a water ride mixed with like a coaster at times. Like it takes you up like a roller coaster, but also drops you down like a water ride. Um, Yeah. I thought like the lighting and the colors and stuff inside the ride was really cool. Um, And that's kind of all the time I'm going to spend on that. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Well, ironically, my number four is Splash Mountain. Um, (laughs) You know, I I recognize the issues with Song of the South, and I obviously don't approve of that. Um, But, you know, Splash Mountain, uh, another... I I, I really love dark rides, um, which this is like a water coaster dark ride. Um, I think that it's just like... I'm I'm really excited to see the uh, the Princess and the Frog um, oh, yes. changes and updates that they're making to it, and I think that it can only get better. Um, but you know, when I'm when I'm feeling some nostalgia, um, I, I I like to watch like a, a a good a good ride through of song uh, of uh, Splash Mountain, <laughs> not Song of the South. That's banned in that's banned in America um, for a good reason. Um, but Splash Mountain. Um, you know, there is, it's, 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 it's fun. You know, it's, it's, it's neat. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting ride with all the little animatronics and stuff like that. Um, they play zippity doodah. Yeah. It's yeah, that's sure. That's, that's all the attention I'm going to give to that. Um, you know, despite its issues, uh, in the, in the queue for the ride, um, they have a, uh, like embroidery hanging on one of the walls, um that i really like and i want to get for my house and it says uh oh it says uh you can't run from trouble there's no place that far um and i've always really liked that and i really want to get that for my apartment or something and just hang it on the wall um and yeah so i'm trying to think if i have any fun facts about uh about splash mountain um 
it was named that because of I think I believe I, I should have researched this beforehand um, but if my memory serves me I believe that a movie had just come out by Disney called Splash or something um, and they needed uh, uh, like a name for their new water ride and so they named it uh, they named it Splash Mountain even though it had nothing to do with this other Disney property which I think is just kind of kind of fun and quirky um, which uh, this is completely unrelated, but speaking of dumb shit that Disney has done with their theme parks based on like just movies that have come out, um, this is not part of my list, by the way. Uh, Dino Country USA. Um, <laughs> I knew it in, was gonna come up. Yep, in Animal Kingdom, uh, with the dinosaur. Uh, if or, or dinosaur, I forget what the ride's called. It's called dinosaur. Uh, you know, dinosaur. Animal Kingdom. I've said it before. Half day park. Not a good park. Uh, and part of that reason is that people get bored there. Like, you know, the one really good ride is Expedition Everest. And um, initially, part of um, Animal Kingdom was going to be mythical creatures, which is why one of the heads at the front of the park, I believe, is a dragon head. Um, and why it's in the little thing. Um and so initially we were going to have like uh, like a dragon coaster where you like fly through a dragon's lair and all of these different things um, sort of along the lines of I believe it was called Beastly Kingdom, which was in um, Disneyland. Um, it was planned to be uh, in the center of the lake in Disneyland, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the movie Dinosaur came out right when they were making those plans and the CEO or whatever was like, hey, this movie just came out. Fuck that. No mythical creature land. Let's just put in dinosaurs. A terrible dino carnival in Animal Kingdom. And that's why <laughs> that's part of the reason that Animal Kingdom sucks is because they went with that and not their fantasy, like, whatever, mythical creature land. Yeah. Oh. There's some Disney trivia for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my but God. on to your number four. So my number four, um, I'm giving it to Haunted Mansion. Um, I know, I I think it's a top, obviously a top five ride. Um, many people put it at number one, some at number two. Yeah, I'm going to give <laughs> Many people. Many people. I'm giving it my number four spot. Um, there's just a few more rides that are a little more sentimental to me. Um yeah haunted mansion um i loved it um i loved how they did like that mirror effect on like pepper's ghost yeah it's so cool it is so cool um it's definitely an older ride and i think it needs some updating but it also fits in with the theme of the ride but like i feel like some of the some of the carts are a little like buggy and like shake a lot more than what they're supposed to um, like, you know, getting caught on the tracks and stuff, just like jerking forward and backwards. And I don't like that. I just said jerking forwards and backwards. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, I just love it so much. Um, I love like the waiting queue to like, yeah. when you're in line, they have like all the different statue heads, but each story like correlates to each other. Oh, um, yeah, outside where yeah. They, you can, like, solve the murder mystery or whatever. Yeah. Um, I love that. I think that's so cool. Um, they have the Pet cemetery with the Mr. Toad statue in it, which yeah. is another cool touch. Um, 
yeah, just a lot of stuff that's really cool um, in that ride. Well, and then they have the Madame Leota headstone where the eyes move, yep. which I think is really cool. It's so cool. Um, but yeah, there's just a couple more that I liked a little more than that ride. But yeah, I, I think it's a great ride. That's why I gave my number four. Well, we'll talk about that ride a little later. <laughs> um, so uh, on to my number three. And so my number three, I'm going to have to go with the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Um, I love the Tower of Terror. I love the theming. I think that it is one of the best ride, like themed rides in the entire, like the entirety of Disney World. Um, if you've watched the Twilight Zone, there are so many like cool little touches. Um, I think I, I, I think it's still there. They used to have um, from the episode Lost Little Girl. Uh, when you were coming out of the ride and it was turning back into the station, you would see on the wall this like big circle with X's on the corners, um, which is from the episode Lost Little Girl, which is actually a portal to another dimension, um, which I thought was just really cool. Um, and then they have a bunch of like props from different episodes and stuff. Um, but it is just... It's so, like, creepy, and then, like, the lobby music is just so good, um, and it's just a fun ride, and, um, I think the evolution of that ride is so cool, because it was, um, oh, what was it? It was, um, initially just, like, one big drop, and then they went to two drops, um, and now the ride sequence is completely random uh and so you get a new ride every single time and the tower like the tower itself is in control of the ride um you know it has like specific parameters obviously but like it's it's so unique in that way um and so i i don't know i just think that it is one of the coolest rides uh in disney and i'm really sad that they took it out of disneyland uh, which means that, you know, if I ever go to Disneyland, I won't get to ride it there. Um, but we've still got it at Disney World at the moment. So that's that's a win in my book. Uh, so that's my number three. Um, before I get to my number three, um, <laughs> so my list is very weird, as everybody can hear so far. Um, when I went down, I went down on a school trip and we drove in a bus for 19 hours. So I was very car sick the day we got there. Um, and that was the day we went to Hollywood Studios. So there's like a lot of rides that I'm missing. Um, but so I didn't get to like ride anything to like get the full experience. But number three, I'm giving the Pirates, um, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Um, For sure. I obviously didn't get a chance to ride it, but I watch a lot of like, when, I'm sure this is everybody. When they're like 12 years old, Pirates they watch is in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hollywood yeah. Studios. Yeah, I I still didn't get a chance to ride this. I just want to throw yeah. that out there because I would have definitely put like Star Tours on there, um, or like Rock and Roller Coaster would have also been on my list. I think if I had the full experience, yeah. Um, yeah. But Pirates, I when I was a young boy, I would always watch like roller coaster POVs. I was one of those weird kids. Yeah, um, me too. And Pirates, I would watch, like, so much. I watched it all the time. I would constantly watch when Johnny Depp surprised those people by actually being yeah. on the ride. It, it's so cool. I um, remember that video. 
everything around that ride too, how the skeletons were real. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just all seems so cool. Um, yeah, I can't really speak too much on it because I haven't got a chance to ride it. But I'm giving it my number three spot just because I think it would be an awesome ride. And it is an awesome ride. Well, Pirates of the Caribbean has my number two spot. So that's a perfect transition. Um, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. It was, uh, you know, I would just, when I was a little kid, I used to just ride it again and again and again. And in Disney World, it's like right near the Dole Whip. So you can go get a Dole Whip and then walk over. Um, And it's just... It man, like that is just such a crazy like feat of imagineering, um, and I just like there. It's just so like intricate, and there's just so much to see. Like every time you ride it, um, and there's like the song that just gets stuck in your head that Existentio wrote, um, and then you know you've got like. Uh, the the fun little details like the fact that uh, the women are chasing the pirates in the in the scene because they wanted to make it more family friendly um, and you know the like the fact you were saying with like the that some of the skulls are like real skulls um, and just uh, oh one, one thing is in the queue um, there are a pair I can't remember if this is a Disney World or Disneyland. Disneyland, I will say, their Pirates is so much longer um, and, like, has so many more, like, interesting scenes and stuff. I'm a little jealous of theirs. Um, But just in terms of Disney World, I think this is at Disney World, uh, you can see in the queue two skeletons playing a game of chess, and if you look at the board, it's in a stalemate, uh, which I think is really fun. Hmm. Um, Just a fun little detail. Um, And... I, man, like, the, just the music for, like, waiting in line, I, I will, like, there's a 10-hour loop of that on YouTube, and sometimes I'll just put it on and just, like, kick it. It's just, ah, it's so good. Uh, it's just a, it's such a crazy good ride. Um, and, you know, I love the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, too. Um, and, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's it's such a good ride, and it just holds such a special place in my heart. Um, so that's my number two. My number two. Um, Brennan kind of touched base on this like park a little bit, um, but I'm giving it to Expedition Everest. Um, Solid. <laughs> I absolutely love that ride. When we went down on that school trip. Um, Kind of like what Brennan said, Animal Kingdom, it's a half-park day. Um, we had, we had, um, oh my gosh, what is it? We had, like, a master class in the morning. Oh, no, 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 no. We were at Disney Springs performing some of our songs with our choir, our high school choir. Um, and then we got, then we got to go to Animal Kingdom for, like, the tail end of the night. So we were there for, like, three, four hours. Um, so we did fast passes on, we did one on Everest cause we didn't know how busy it would be one on the safari, which we won at like nine o'clock at night for the safari and no animals were out. Um, <laughs> but when we got to expedition Everest, we got our fast pass, got on, rode it and we're like, let's go again. And we go back and there's no line. 
So we ride it back to back, and we're like, let's try our luck one more time. And again, no line. So we rode it three times in a row, um, and it's just so much fun. I mean, you got you got Disco Yeti up there, oh my just God, chilling. Which the first time I rode that, I would watch videos on it on YouTube when I was younger, because mm-hmm. um, I can never go. But it scared the living crap out of me in real life because <laughs> the hand is it looks like it's so far down that it's gonna hit your head so i literally yeah. ducked every single time i was on that ride um the fact that it goes backwards oh it's just it's such a good ride such a good ride i could talk about it all day but yeah that is why it is getting my number two spot yeah for those of you that don't know uh disco yeti is um due to the fact that so the yeti um, initially was this giant animatronic that was built into the actual, like, structure of the ride. Um, and it used to, like, swing its arm and, like, growl and do stuff. Um, but over time, uh, the, the way that the animatronic was moving was actually starting to damage the supports on the ride. Um, so much so that they had to put it into B mode, uh, which basically meant that it did nothing. Um, and so what they did instead, rather than like, you know, like closing it off and like fixing it, they just put a bunch of like flashing lights, uh, and like fans and stuff and the like, and, uh, uh, you know, they just like, I don't even know. They, 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 it, they, they tried does, their best. It does nothing. And it just, the, fl- the strobe lights make it seem like it's moving. So Thus, you're like, whoa. Disco Yeti. So we call it Disco Yeti. I mean, it everybody parties. calls it that. <laughs> parties. Yeah. Uh, but that's Disco Yeti. <laughs> um, so my number one, I have touched on this before, um, and I'm sure that I've talked about it on other podcasts because it's just my fucking favorite, uh, is of course the Haunted Mansion, um, which has to be the best, in my opinion, it's the best theme park ride in the entire world, um, it is just such an incredible piece of like storytelling and imagineering. Um, you know, there is, I could, I could do hours of podcasts of just like the random shit that I know about the haunted mansion. Um, and like, it's just, it's so interesting because it like, it raises so many questions like and it is it's so mysterious and like it just makes you want to ride it like over and over and over again um and i don't want to um i don't want to talk too much about it in case uh we decide to do a podcast on it so uh, you know definitely at some point i'm going to do a podcast sharing all, all of my haunted mansion knowledge um and I'm actually gonna I'm gonna look and see if I can get a haunted mansion expert uh, to be a guest on that show whenever that happens. No idea how I could swing it, but I have I have a couple ideas. Um, but I will tell uh, one funny story about the haunted mansion when it was being developed, um, which I believe is a story that Rolly Crump, um, who helped design and like built it was one of the imagineers on the project um tried to uh i believe it was roly crump it may have been yale grace i don't remember someone told this story but essentially uh so they had all their stuff um you know 
set up. They were working on the mansion, all the Imagineers, and they had like all of these animatronics and stuff that like they were working on like oh how are they like triggered in the ride and stuff um and one day the like manager or whatever the boss came to them and was like hey like you guys need to like put away your stuff when you leave because the cleaning crew is like really nervous uh like being around all this spooky shit um all the time and they had like you know, they just had all these different, like, things with, um, like, some things that didn't even make it into the ride. Like, one thing I remember them talking about was, like, they had a Frankenstein whose, like, head would fly off. Um, <laughs> and so what they did, <laughs> um, just as, like, a little joke, um, was they rigged everything to go off as soon as someone, like, stepped into their room. And... The way that uh, the way that they tell it is that um, they came back the next morning and everything had gone off. Like you know the like the the Frankenstein's head was off and like all of the different things were like popping up and and doing whatever. Um, and then uh, they were told like yeah you're gonna have to start cleaning your own spaces now. The cleaning crew is never coming back, <laughs> uh, which I just think is a a funny little uh, anecdote from Haunted Mansion history. Um, but I have so, so, so much, uh, Haunted Mansion lore that I just cannot wait to get into someday. Um, like, you know, just talking about all the different effects, like Pepper's Ghost and, uh, you know, how the stretching room in Disneyland is an elevator that takes you down to the mansion. Well, it actually is a stretching room in Disney World, um, how the raven that you see throughout the ride with red eyes was initially supposed to be the ghost host. Um, how there's, like, this whole debate over who the actual, like, owner of the Haunted Mansion is. Uh, spoiler alert, it's Constance, um, the, the bride in the attic. Um, but someday, someday I will do a podcast, or several, uh, on the Haunted Mansion. Uh, I don't know when. But one day. He goes, we'll do a podcast on a one day. Kind of like with this and this and this <laughs> and this. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff to share. We'll do a tea. Uh, Twist some media or mystery on it. I feel like yeah, that, yeah, can, yeah. that can definitely pass by. That would encapsulate it. And there are, apparently there are actual ghosts at the Haunted Mansion. Mm. Um, so that's something we can talk about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with my final one um this ride is the first ride i ever rode at disney world um so it's very near and dear to my heart a lot of people don't like this ride but i'm giving my number one spot to soren um oh my god soren <laughs> it was the very first ride i could ride um sure because it was the day after um the bus ride so i felt a lot better you know i went to bed i took a shower felt a lot better um and it's the very first ride that I got to ride. Um, I just think it look it looks gorgeous. I mean, you have that big screen in front of you. It takes you throughout the world, and then it takes you right into Magic Kingdom um, with Mickey right there. Um, you're literally up in the air. It's like a 4D experience. Um, yeah, I I absolutely love that ride so much. Um, it's very near and dear to my heart. And 
yeah, it was kind of anticlimactic that <laughs> that's my top <laughs> one. Now that I'm really thinking about it, but I just I love it way too much. It means too much to me. Um, but yeah, that kind of wraps my top five up. Yeah, Soren is definitely an honorable mention for me, um, just because I love uh, Patrick Warburton in the beginning because um, I think he's so funny. It's um, so funny. And I also I also think it's so cool that they use the same like smellitzer. Um, smellitizer? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, technology to like pump in all the different smells from what you're going over, like different plants and like fresh grass and orange trees and, and horse shit. Like, like it's great. And horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't do that. No. They don't. Um, but yeah. Uh, also, something that I wanted to mention before someone comes after me for it, I have not been to Galaxy's Edge yet, um, and I'm sure that. Rise of the Resistance probably would have made this list, um, you know, probably not topping it, but definitely on there somewhere, maybe. Um, just because I, you know, I've, I've seen ride-throughs of that, and it looks fucking amazing. But I have not had the chance to experience it for myself yet. Yeah. And, again, once I ride Hollywood Studios' rides, my list will change <laughs> a whole lot. Because <laughs> definitely... Fair. Definitely Tower of Terror will be on there. Um, it's a solid ride. Rock and Roller Coaster. I was this close to going on. I got to the front of the line, and then my stomach just said, no, not today. Oof. And I said, okay, yep, no. That was, was probably just, a good call. Yeah. Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, definitely a good call. Um, also an honorable mention. And then towards the end of the day, I was starting to feel a little bit better, and Floyd was like, I have a fast pass for um, Star Tours. And I was like, Oh, I, I, I want to ride something today. He's like, yeah, probably not the ride for you right now, buddy. Mm, no. He's like, it jerks around too much. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to tempt it. Yeah, that shit and, throws you. And then I try to get, like, Pepto-Bismol from, like, the help center. And they're like, we need an adult here. And I'm like, dude, I'm 17. I'm a year <laughs> off. Just give me the damn pink juice and call Jeez. it a day. Ugh. But yeah, my, my list would definitely change once I ride stuff at Hollywood Studios. Um, and Galaxy's Edge will definitely take a lot more spots. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't even talk about all the different, like, restaurants and, like, just attractions and, like, shows and stuff, so. Yeah. That's a whole other ball game. Whole other can of worms. Um, well, Nolan, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Um, I have no idea what the order of these is going to be. Um, but thank you for, for hopping in for a little bit. Um, and now back to the action. We're at the end of the episode. I don't know. I don't know how much longer this is going to go, but thanks for stopping by. All right. And we're back with another, uh, God caught me masturbating bit. Um, if you're a fan of the network, you probably know, uh, at least one of the people that's going to be on this bit. Um, welcome to the show, uh, Ryan Floyd and Matt Monroy. Uh, we're happy to hello, have hello. you guys here today. Hello, thank uh, you for having me. Happy to be on this iconic episode. I know. Thank you. I've now have I now oh, the only one I haven't been on now is um, uh, our gaming podcast. I might um, play that. I might play that, which yes, yes. my brain just completely lost the night t- title of it. Um, so now it's all okay, but there that hasn't one. been an episode in like a year. That's true. Uh, so all <laughs> but that one I've now been on, including this. So well, it's very exciting. good. Uh, so 
what we're uh, what we're here to do today, um, we you guys know, but uh, for those listening at home, we're gonna do a little bit of a competition. Uh, we're gonna do some film history and movie trivia, um, and see who's really the bigger film buff among you two. You do the uh, you you guys do the twisted. Uh, the, the CTP Movie Journal. Forgot the name of it for a second. Um, <laughs> it's late. Together. It's late. It's late when we're recording this. That's okay. Um, you guys do the CTP Movie Journal together. Um, you know, you're Indeed. you're definitely the two film bros of the show. Oh, I don't know um, if I no. want that title. I know. I don't want that. Too bad. Oh, no. <laughs> Too bad. You have it. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to find out today which of you is truly the bigger film buff. So the way that this is going to work, um, I have three questions, um, so three three different rounds, um, and each round uh, is going to have a bonus question that relates to it um, for a chance to double your points. Um, okay. Or, um, if no one gets it right um, on their first guess, uh, whoever can guess the bonus question the fastest, I guess. Oh, fuck it, no. I made these rules up pretty on the fly. Um, but let's let's do this. Thing. Are we using are we using uh, whiteboards to, to prove our answers? Yeah, how are we how are we answering here? Uh, I got a sure. whiteboard right here, so I first can first person to raise their zoom hand. Uh, <laughs> we'll do whiteboards. I don't have a whiteboard. Then get do you have fucking like a piece of paper or something? Hmm, let me see here. You gotta have a piece of paper. Yeah, it's Leave all of this in. Leave all of this in, Brendan. I will. I'm gonna leave all Excuse of this in. Excuse the desk nothing. commotion about to occur. Someone's not prepared with a whiteboard on their desk at all times, apparently. <laughs> not. Listen, I've got my whiteboard right here. Listen, this is just me. This is harkening back to the Twisted Schmodown podcast, R.I.P. Uh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to be on the Schmodown. Uh, this is this is my first match, and I have to uh, dominate there you go. Matt. This is your first match. And if I get my ass kicked by Matt, it's not a good start to my career, <laughs> which is definitely a possibility. Um, but you should go back and listen to those old old podcasts if they're still on our feet of me talking they about the Schmodown in like 2018. Oh. Yeah. Mark? All right, so I, I have know. to. On... So, so I... Brendan, I'm assuming Brendan's going to ask a question. We just got to write it down. And yeah. first person to hold it up, okay. No, yeah, no, like it's... Oh, it's not? Okay. Is it a time thing? Is this a time thing, Brendan? Uh, it can be. Or is it just a cumulative um, points thing? That might be difficult with Zoom delays. Yeah, let's, let's just <laughs> we'll do, do a cumulative point. Okay, you're right, you're right. We'll do cumulative points. So it's not whoever answers it first, it'll be, uh, you know, it, you have the potential to both get it right. Um, okay, so cool. we'll see what happens. All right. So this, I'm very excited. What's the time? Is there a time? Is there a five-second da- five time limit or something? I don't know. Uh, sure. Okay. We'll that say works. that. I'll count it in my head so that I. Don't We're getting to way too specific with the rules. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is great it's radio. Uh, yeah, it's amazing radio. Um, <laughs> but let's dive right in. Uh, Ryan, are you ready? I'm ready. Matt, are you ready? I am ready. Well, let's begin the first round. So, question number one: Who won Best Director? At the 1968 Academy Awards, was it A, Mike Nichols, B, Arthur Pennywise, C, Stanley Kramer, or D, Richard Brooks? Give you a moment to write your answer down. Oof. (laughs) 
a deep dive for the first question. I think I, think a, I got it's this. It's a hard one. Okay. Uh, you can, or Ryan, would you like to present your answer first? I said A, Mike Nichols. Okay. I also and said Matt? A, Mike Nichols. Good job. You're both right. Yes. That is correct. Uh, and now good for good start, the... Matt. I guess it was for the graduate, uh, so, right? Yeah, the graduate. That's where my brain went. Yeah, I was like, okay. it has to be for the graduate. Okay, that, <laughs> that was the bonus question. So, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, so, so you both get uh, two points for, for round Hell one. Hell yeah. Uh, Just mock, knock my mic, I'm sorry. Before I could even ask. So we question. get two points for the first uh, question. Two points. Two points for round one. All right. Um, round two. Kicking it up a notch. All right. What year... Did the first horror movie, La Manoir du Diable, come out? Was it A, 1927, B, 1899, C, 1896, or D, 1943? Ryan? I said C, uh, 1896. I also said C. And Matt, you also said C? Yes. Well, you're both right again. Holy shit. So you each get another point. Uh, and for the bonus uh, for the bonus round, what is the English translation of La Manoir du Diable? Write your answers down now. Can, can you say it one more time? La Manoir du Diable. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. What language is that? Is it? I think it's French. Okay. French, I think? Could be wrong. All right. You have your answers? Yes. <laughs> Good. This is a Ryan. complete guess. I said the man of the devil. The devil man? Uh, unfortunately, you're both incorrect. The, <laughs> ah. uh, the correct answer was the haunted castle. Holy oh, shit. Yes. Okay. The we heard Manuera was... and we went man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ma- uh, like I think it's supposed to be like manor, like man- uh, manoir, manoir. Um, uh, I think th- I mean that's what it was called online. So the haunted castle came out in nineteen ni- or eighteen ninety six rather, um, and it was a three minute horror film, uh, and it is cited to be the first one ever. Um, and so this is the last question. Um, so. What was the first movie that Carrie Fisher was ever in? Is it A, Star Wars as Princess Leia, B, Shampoo as Lorna Karpf, C, The Blues Brothers as The Mystery Woman, or D, Under the Rainbow as Annie Clark? Do we have a tiebreaker on our hands? Shoot. (laughs) Under the I don't know. Oh, I don't. Oh, fuck. Gotta make a guess. I got it. Alright. Guess. Alright. Ryan, your answer? D, Under the Rainbow. I also said Under the Rainbow. I initially went shampoo, but I changed my answer. You're both wrong, but Matt, if you had gone with shampoo, you would have been right. I didn't know she was Uh, in that. Alright, alright. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. What year did Shampoo come out? Oh, uh, 
I will give the tie-breaking point to whoever is closer. Oh, I think I know. Mm. I think I know. Okay. Um, wait, hold on. I was uh, I was just reading about this movie today. Um, it's... Uh, no, it's not. It's not. You guys are nerds. Dude, Warren Beatty is handsome as <laughs> hell in that movie. Okay, I think this is right. It's gonna test my release date's knowledge. Okay. Okay. You both have your answer. Yeah. yeah. I'm not confident on it. Ryan, your answer. 1972. 1973. Okay. Matt is closer. It's 1975. <laughs> yes. Damn it. Which means that Matt wins the round of trivia. Uh, no. I, I had put yeah. down a two, but then I raced it. I felt like three was closer. <laughs> Those were good questions. Those are, were, uh, those are hard questions. Thank you. Yeah, those they are good. They were very hard questions, uh, which is why I didn't come up with more of them. <laughs> I yeah, those are think tough. Of three. Oh, you uh, made those up yourself. Congrats! Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. Uh, not based on any knowledge that I had. I just googled things and then wrote down answers. <laughs> oh, those were um, good. Those were tough. Great. Uh, Thanks for catching us masturbating, God. Yeah, thank you for catching us masturbating, God. Um, I guess that's it. <laughs> thank you, thank you both for being on the show. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, that's it. Congratulations, uh, Matt. Thank you for having congratulations, us. Congratulations, Matt. Brandon. You're welcome. Yes. Uh, and Bye. back to the show. Probably a good thing. At this point, we need creative people to do creative things, and this is a terrible, terrible, terrible speech. I'm just kind of rambling now, but you came for God Caught Me Masturbating. You know what you were getting. Um, I think I'm just about done stirring, so uh, let's get these situated. And then, yeah. Really hope I'm doing this right, because if I don't, and these turn on the YouTube channel in terms of gaming... Got some new stuff coming out, and I'm really excited uh, for that. It's gonna be a really cool time. I think you guys are really gonna love what we're bringing to the table. Uh, Visavi gaming vids. Um. All right, so I think that we are just about ready to pop these bad boys in the oven, uh, but. We have our first special guest. Well, first, I don't know what order these are going in. We have our one of our special guests is here. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Hi. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Ananiah Williams. Yeah. How are you today, Ananiah? I'm so good. Thank you for having yeah. me, friend. Yeah, of course, of I'm course. So Thank honored. you for coming on the show. Um, you you guys you may know him from from his TikTok. You might. You might. Uh, you may have seen it before, or as uh, Hanchen in our upcoming production <laughs> of Spring Awakening. Also, um, me and um, Brendan are lovers. Yes. So there's something. To, that is true. Um, <laughs> something to keep in mind today. Um, so you got here just in time, my friend. We're about to put my terrible makeshift uh, brownies into the okay. oven. So you're putting on an oven mitt to put a cold sheet pan in an oven. Well, I don't want to burn my hand. How are you going to burn your hand? The oven's hot. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Sounds like fun. I'm going to do it. 
Um, I didn't have, before you got here, I didn't have uh, a brownie pan, mm-hmm. so that's why we're making them on a cookie sheet. Okay. That's, that's okay. That's what we're doing today. And then, no, it's perfectly fine. You, you should be fine. I hope so. Also, you putting them on a, on, on foil, though. It's nonstick foil. Okay. It said so I could you, do that. You're going to flip the brownie out of the... I'm going to use, like, a there spatula. There are going to be pieces of foil in your teeth when you eat these. And that's okay. That's a chance I'm willing to take. You, you'll have like a like a silver tooth moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like a pirate. I think that combats scurvy. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> the other day. <laughs> so we we got these lemons in our dance class. Um, <laughs> Not the lemons. The, <laughs> the lemons. Um, and I was on a FaceTime call with some friends. And my one friend was like, I will give you $20 if you bite into that lemon right now. Did you do it? You kept the lemon I that you bit into? Kept the lemon. Why would you do that? Because I needed to prove that I did it. Okay, 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 you proved it, <laughs> but yet still the lemon survives. The lemon survived. Well, I don't know if I want to eat, because our dance teacher said that there were all these different things. I don't know what I'm right. going to do. I don't know why I kept so this. So did you eat the lemon? That yeah. You- well, I spit it out okay. afterwards. But- so now you're just wasting a lemon. That's vitamin C. We just said you have scurvy. Well, I can bite it again. Oh my god. I'm not going to bite it again. Why would you do that? <laughs> I'm not going to bite it again. That would be really bad. Um, you can drizzle it on the, on the, on the foil brownies. Oh, yeah. After? After they're cooked? Why not? That's fair enough. Then I'm going to put it back in the fridge. It's going to have a metallic taste. Yeah, it'll be so good. Penny brownies. Pain brownies. Pain brownies. Pain. Um... Well, we're gonna we're gonna take a brief pause while we wait for these to cook, um, but then uh, Ananaya, you can be the first person to try the pain brownies. Okay, thank you so much. I'm so honored. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, and we'll be right back. I'm sure with. Well, I mean, you'll you'll keep hearing this, but we'll be right back. It's still recording. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we are back. And we are back. And we we did it. We made these brownies. Um getting a knife out right now. Um I don't know how we're gonna Yeah, there's a little bit on the edge. Just grab that. Um Ooh. I'll just see how it tastes. What was that line? That was not a straight line. Who cares? Down. Cheers. Cheers. Down the hatch. It's pretty good. It's not too bad. It's better than I thought it would be. <laughs> it tastes like... That tastes like chalk in my mouth. <laughs> oh my god. Betty Crocker, you let me down, girl. Betty Crocker, what... You let me down. What have you done? Okay. Well. All right. Okay. I'm still gonna eat it. Though. Yeah, I'm just gonna say I'm still gonna eat more of this, but. Okay. Not as not as a glowing success as I would have hoped. Oh. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm good. No All right. <laughs> no more. Well. You heard it here first, first folks. We have scurvy and bad brownies. 
and that's the end. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'll hop back into a minute, but for now, I'm just going to enjoy these brownies. Yeah, I'm just going to enjoy the... Pick a little bit of... Let me just pick a little bit of... I do. Do I have ice cream? We can have ice cream. We're going to get some brownies and ice cream. Well, thank you so much for listening to this year's episode of God Caught Me Masturbating. I hope you had fun. Uh, I know I did, uh, and I know that everyone else who came on the show had a lot of fun, too. Uh, big thanks to all the other Twisted Mug guys, uh, Ananiah and Raven, who came on the show. Uh, we had some really, really cool times. And uh, you can check Ananiah and Raven out on TikTok. Um and you can of course check out the other shows on the twisted mug media network we of course have our flagship show the cinema talk podcast stop wait what uh which you heard a little bit about earlier our improv comedy podcast um we have uh back in style our newcomer friendly episodic review of twin peaks we have Octo Island, which is, of course, our Star Wars Universe extended, our extended Star Wars Universe podcast. Uh, I'm very tired. Uh, <laughs> Twisted Mug Mysteries, uh, your one-stop shop for everything spooky and occult. Uh, the CTP Movie Journal, which is Matt and Ryan's uh, short-form movie review podcast. Uh, and, of course, I might play that. Uh, which is our video game review podcast. You can also check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Twisted Bug Media. Uh, we also have a Letterboxd account um, where you can see everything that we're watching that has links to all of our individual ones. Uh, and then we also have a YouTube channel and Twitch channel, uh, Twisted Mug Media Network. Um, we, you know, we've streamed some stuff on Twitch. Uh, we'll be posting more videos on YouTube. Uh, I think the most recent one were actually some gaming videos. Um, and we're going to be having more of those coming out very, very soon. So keep an eye out for that. Um, but I think that's just about it. Um, thank you so much for listening to God Caught Me Masturbating. Once again, I'm Brendan. And I will see you all later. Bye. <laughs>